0: I'm Kevin Rod and welcome to my podcast about long-distance walking in the UK. Walk this way. I'm hoping to inspire people to take the challenge of walking one of the 1500 designated long-distance paths or LDPs in the UK. I've set myself a challenge of walking an LDP in each of the 38 counties in England. And as of mid-2020, I've got myself three under my belt having added the north and south buck's way in early 2020. Next up is the centenary way in warwickshire. For the next few podcast episodes, I'll be taking you on a 100-mile journey from the top of warwickshire down to its southernmost point on the border with oxfordshire. I'll be using my notes from my diary as well as snippets of recordings that I made while on the warwickshire way. This will be dispersed by an interview with someone connected with the walk or the landscape that I've traveled through. I hope to be able to communicate the joy and sense of achievement that you can get from walking an LDP. So sit back, relax, and let's walk this way. Episode three, it's oh so quiet. So my challenge is to complete an LDP in each county of England. With my love of rules, I had to set myself some specific rules in order to help me pick which LDP I'd walk in the relevant county. So here are my rules. Although, if rule one is achieved, there is no need to move on. Job done. So here we go the rules. Number one, ideally, it has to be the way of the county in question, like the Essex way. If this doesn't exist, then I move on to the further rules. The LDP that ticks the most number of these rules will be the one that gets selected. So, number one, It has to start and end in the county. I can't complete the Pennine Way and tick off all the counties along the way. After all, I want to learn about the specific county in question. So the path has to start and end in the relevant county. Number two, it has to be over 20 miles long, at least a full day's walk. Number three, it has to be a waymarked route on an OS map. This gives it an air of officialdom and makes it easier to follow on the ground as well. Number four, it helps if the LDP is adopted or promoted by the County Council. Again, this increases the chance that the route will be clearly marked and the paths kept clear. Number five, the walk has to cover as much of the county as possible and hopefully a visit to the county town. So, following these rules, the LDP that I selected for Warwickshire, which is one of the six counties that border my home county of Oxfordshire, was the Centenary Way Warwickshire. All the planning has been done, maps have been poured over, accommodation and reservations have been made. It's May 2020 and I'm all set for the off. Although, as this is 2020, the UK is in lockdown due to the impact of Covid-19, so I don't go anywhere. It's true that I could still walk, but hotels and pubs are unfortunately closed. Thankfully though, over the summer of 2020, pubs and hotels start to open up and limited socialising is allowed. So in August 2020, I set off to complete the 100 mile route of the Warwickshire Way over five days. It turned out to be an interesting time to complete an LDP and I learned a valuable lesson in that I should really have listened to my own advice in episode two. As you'll find out, everything doesn't quite go to plan. It's the 18th of August 2020 I woke at 6.15am to the cheery sound of Radio 1. It was dark outside. My bag was packed the previous night, but it seemed to be heavier than normal, so I lost a few items, but it still seemed to be unusually heavy. My walking clothes were laid out ready to put on, and I did my best to get dressed and not disturb Jill. But I failed. I left the house just before seven, as the sun started to rise, in order to get the early train from Oxford into Warwickshire. Now, normally at rush hour, Oxford train station is a hive of activity. But then, in the middle of COVID restrictions, it was silent, quiet. It was a very strange experience. I waited for the train and got my first pleasant surprise of the day. So waiting at the train station. I've never seen so many carriages on a train before. I think it was something that always really annoyed me is that they had very few carriages on a train, but I guess because of COVID-19 they're having to put on more carriages And miracles happen they've managed to find them and put them on. Um, Sadly though to see I mean it's 737 and the other uh, platform there was hardly anybody on it. There was uh, maybe six seven people and I guess this time of day it'd be pretty packed out with people going to London etc. A few clouds but not too many. It's nice and warm so uh, yeah looking forward to a good day. After passing through the ghostly Birmingham New Street station that had more stewards than passengers, I arrived at the glamorous location of Coles Hill train station, a very small station next to Industrial Park. I was one of two that lighted the train at 9.37. My first confession. I hadn't planned to start at the very, very start of the Warwickshire Way, which officially is at Kingsbury Water Park. In order to get to the start, I'd need to take a taxi. I'd much prefer to take public transport but sadly this wasn't possible. So in order to get around this logistical challenge I started at Coles Hill train station which was the closest I could get to the starting point. It was about two miles to get myself onto then the official way. Confession over. Just so that I knew where I was on the way to make sure I got my lunch stops on time I scheduled out the walk. I assumed three miles an hour and ten minute stops at points of interest. As I left the train station I noted that I was eight minutes ahead of schedule, a very unusual position for me to be in. It was cloudy overhead and I was ready for the off. So the first thing I needed to do was get onto the official workshop way. My OS map said there was a footpath along a railway embankment through to the village of Shustock. Ten minutes later, I was kind of lost and walking through this thick undergrowth by the side of the railway embankment. I think it was the excitement of the starting the walk that meant I didn't pay full attention to where I was going. Was this an omen? carried on and eventually saw a very welcome footpath sign attached to a gatepost, shining out like a beacon. I headed via a bridge, over a brook, and through a narrow track overgrown with pink orchid-type flowers. They were so high they looked down on me from above, forming an avenue of lanterns welcoming me onto the start of the Warwickshire Way. Then I had my first exciting glimpse of the Centenary Way Waymark badge. It's a bear next to a ragged staff. It's green on a white disc. I'd have to find out later why this is the emblem of Warwickshire. Am I expecting to see wild bears over the next few days? So let me say some few words about the walk that I'm doing. According to the guidebook, the County Council's reasoning behind the launch of the Centenary Way was described as A recreational path established by Warwickshire County Council to celebrate its 100th anniversary. It reflects the great variety of the county, its history, culture, landscape and nature. Following public footpaths, bridleways, canal towpaths and disused railways, it passes through some beautiful countryside and peaceful villages by ancient woodland and winding streams. It reveals the immense changes that have taken place in the last century. Actually, there are several centenary ways in the UK, so for the purposes of this podcast, I'll just refer to it as the Warwickshire Way. Now, I joined the way just east of the pretty village of Shustock. So great, we're now on the centenary way, Warwickshire Way footpath, Um, just come through clinical village of Shustock, going past the reservoir, and the reservoir was built to provide water for um, Birmingham and came through a little path and said footpath ahead closed so managed to ask some locals and um, a chat by a gate to see whether you could get through and they said it would be fine so sort of carried on through and we shall see it's a nice reservoir and um, lots of boats moored up but i guess today's tuesday although it's a summer holiday so you might expect more activities but just take a moment to pause i can't see a single boat out on the reservoir, which is a bit strange, but, uh, hmm, there you go. Okay, so we're hoping that I can get back onto the path a bit further ahead, that's the plan, anyway. It's not the sound I was expecting to hear, I have to say, on uh, my Warwickshire way, it was the uh, the lapping sounds of, what well, sounds like the seaside, but it, in fact it's the waves moving down the uh, reservoir, lapping at the end where I'm now standing. Um, So yeah, it kind of makes you think of the seaside and some holidays, which is lovely. So there's a few birds out, there's some coots, uh, some seagulls, quite a lot of coots, actually some baby coots as well. You can hear the sound of them and also moorhens as well, because there's quite a lot of moorhens and there's the sound of the train. Through the village of Furnace End, edging along farmer's fields, I came to my first incline of the day. Walking along the side of the valley near Hoor Park Hall, I noticed the deep reddish brown of the recently ploughed fields. It was just after eleven thirty and I decided to stop for lunch. Slightly earlier than I'd normally do, but one has to do one's best to eat where one can. Sadly there weren't any open pubs en route, or not at least until the end of the walk. I'd only done five and a half miles, so it did feel slightly early, with another thirteen to go. It's a nice little quiet country lane, it's quite nice after the the some of the fields are quite overgrown as you would expect I guess in the middle of the summer, um, the nettles and the brambles we're having a, a whale of a time, particularly with the, the rain we've had recently, I suspect it's going to be quite tough so you could be a brave man and wear shorts and that's fine but I think you're going to be um, stingers and uh, bramble bait We've quite a lot of fruit around. Some of the brambles are not as far on as they are back in Oxford, but still a few had a couple of quite tasty. Um, there's a few dams and trees I've seen. Elders have, are ready um, for making elderberry cordial. Taking the detour to Hoare Park Farm, I indulged in a satisfactory cheese and pickle sandwich in their cafe and ordered a slab of Rocky Road to be consumed later on in the walk. Although only a third of the way along, it was nice to take the backpack off park was busy with families and even after only a couple of hours solo walking the hubbub of people made me want to eat up and head off ASAP. Leaving Hall Park Farm I headed off towards Birchley Heath, passed the golf course and took a scheduled detour uphill to my first major view of the day. So I've arrived now at Harts Hill Hayes Country Park and I think the view looks familiar. I think the view must be of the front cover of the centenary way book although on the horizon it's raining so um, I can't see what is beyond this kind of a grey fuzziness that's taken over the horizon but before that we've got patchwork of fields greens and yellows and colours in between and a few houses dotted in between each hedgerow weather's been okay it started just a drizzle now um, but it's all blue, cu- blue skies and thin cloud above so whatever does rain it soon moves on elsewhere um, but it's just drizzling again now but otherwise peaceful and quiet um, the paths have been okay um in different markings but um, some have been pretty good body's doing okay your back's a bit sore i think just because the backpack is probably heavier than i'm used to but otherwise okay my feet are okay my spirit is good, and certainly looking forward to a nice cold pint at the end of the day. Um, but so far, yeah, Warwickshire Way is going well. One um, field of cows, but nothing exciting happened there. A few little minor detours, but nothing particularly to write home about or worry about. I've done more epic detours in my past, um, but so far so good. I was glad that my feet were feeling okay. Hmm. We shall see how long that lasts. I could see Uneton in the distance. I was now into double figures, miles, for the day, which is a nice milestone to achieve. I then spent the next few hours following the way around the outskirts of the town and saw my first evidence of the mining past that had such a big influence over this part of Warwickshire. For example, the village of Ansley Common, which I passed at mile 13, was built in the 19th century to house coal miners and their families. Before that, in the 18th century, ribbon-making was a big industry, with Coventry being the centre of the global ribbon industry. The footpaths so far were mostly very well waymarked and easy to follow. The council painted the top of posts bright yellow, which definitely made it easy to see from a distance across the field. While I'd not seen a soul all day, as I got closer to Nuneaton, the number of people out getting the daily exercise and the number of dog walkers increased significantly. My nods and announcements of morning, afternoon, frequently mirrored with a thick brammy accent, reminding me of the influence, the close proximity of England's second city. With the end in sight, I gave myself a moment to reflect on the day. So just walked past um, Arbury Hall, which you couldn't really see at all, or you can't see at all I should say. Just coming up to the edge of really Nunnyton now. So the sun has come out, which is lovely. The day has been awesome weather-wise, it's been cloudy, it's been sunny, not too hot and pleasantly warm. Um, but yeah, it could have been infinitely worse. At least day one feels like it's passing well. And I can say this sort of that with confidence because we only have, I've only got a couple of miles left until uh, the pub stop, which is very close to my um, hotel for tonight. So that's great. I think overly confident that I can sort of say or comment or reference on the weather. The other thing I'll say is my feet are a bit sore underneath the balls of my feet I can feel two big blisters on either foot so that's going to get some compete action later tonight um, hopefully I'll be ok for the rest of the walk. The walk has been continually farmers fields uh, from one to another. Um, limited, limited things of interest really to see. I entered Dunedin, the birthplace of legendary film director Ken Loach and at only eight minutes behind schedule I arrived at half five At the welcome sight of the Horseshoes pub in Uneaton after trekking 18 miles across North Warwickshire. Made it, made it, made it, made it. Oh, that last bit was a a challenge. Um, Anyway, made it to the Horseshoes and with a very welcome sign that said proper beer, proper food. And what a great little pub it is. I'm having Sun Chaser Golden Ale in a beautiful Sun Chaser branded glass. There is nothing better. The sun is shining. The skies are blue. Got about half. I've got about half an, I've got about, well half an hour, about half a mile back to um, the hotel tonight. So I think we're all sorted. Happy days. From the Horseshoes, I headed through the Nuneaton Hospital grounds, a collection of car showrooms and hobbled over the A33 the travel lodge, nestled next to a BP garage. Not the most glamorous of locations. I spent the day, well at least in my head, thinking I was this great adventurer like Bear Grylls, and ended it like Alan Partridge in a travel lodge. Sadly, there's no Corby Trouser Press available in my room. I rested up, had a bath, soaked my feet, applied some plasters, and slept very, very well. day two of walking the Warwickshire Way would be one of the toughest days I've had walking my LDP challenge. Although the day did encourage me to gain a better understanding of an engineering marvel of the 19th century that is still enjoyed today. So join me for the next episode where I continue my journey along the Warwickshire Way and find out if I do manage to in fact walk this way. This has been a Daisy Rogers production on behalf of the Long Weekenders. The theme music is by Rockabye Baby. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Search for Long Weekenders and hashtag WalkThisWay.